0: this is podcast 10 but if it is welcome this is so exciting 10 feels like a big number I remember 10 feeling like a big I don't know why I'm associating this with age maybe because I've been thinking about my child self a lot this week but I remember 10 being a big age when I was a kid I was like I've made it and then everything went to shit that was dark, randomly dark. Okay, cool. So I'm not on my bed, sad. I'm on my desk again. I need to get one of those portable mics if I want to do a bed situation. But I am recording this really last minute. I'm recording on Sunday, so that's pretty new for me. And yeah, that's been something that I'm testing out lately, guys. Um, and I'll keep you updated on just the feminine and masculine Of everything, I grew up very like masculine. I don't mean as in like whatever you interpreted that as, but I just mean that my upbringing, my parents, they're both Russian, was very masculine. You work, that's all you do in life. You're lazy if you're not working. Like, I remember even now when I go home, you guys know I was just in New Jersey. I'm back, by the way, in New York. It feels great, but. I was in New Jersey and even when I'm in New Jersey, there's a lot of stigma around not doing anything on the weekends and like not doing chores and not helping out and total disconnection from self in the way that I think of feminine energy. And I'm sort of going on a rant, but this relates back to the <laughs> podcast recording is that I'm going with the flow and I'm doing things based off myself. It seems like a lot more of an in internal checking in, like, what do you need? What's going on? And I've been tapping into that and realizing that there's so much magnetism and we'll get into that because I think I want to talk about manifestation today finally, which is exciting. But I've found that there's a lot of magnetism for myself in leaning into the feminine and not being so productive and structured about everything and Being like, do I want to read this book? Do I want to do this thing? Do I want to do this? Do I want to hang out with this person? And like sort of checking in with myself more. And even by doing it in really small ways, it's been really helpful in my life. And bringing it back to like the podcast thing. Yeah, like I used to be, I record on this day. I record at my desk. I do it this way. And I found that I was like sort of taking out the joy from it. And I mean, the reason why I'm sharing this is just if you're doing your own entrepreneurial pursuit or whatever, tapping into like maybe you are someone that was raised to be really masculine and your creativity tends to be a little bit more fluid, which it usually does. and. That's how I felt with mine, and I've been bringing that into my whole life for the past like week and a half, I want to say. Just like flowing with myself, like giving myself three hours in the morning. I know I have crazy three-hour morning routines, by the way. That's a signature of me, but I used to do it from a place of like, oh, I have to do these things, like almost taking all of these innate feminine things, at least to me, like yoga and going on a walk and meditating and like turning them into a masculine thing being like okay check I just journaled okay check I just went on a walk okay check and like not really feeling into what I want and past few weeks I've been like okay do you want to do this do you want to do this and I get it like we can't all be super feminine all the time which is something that I'm struggling with because you know like money exists and like time exists and people need to obviously hear back from us (laughs) I've been like avoiding texting some people because I'm like I'll do it when I feel like (laughs) I get that but I think like for me at least like playing with it a little bit maybe like giving myself complete freedom in the morning or being a little bit more in tune with if I want to currently work out or I want to do it later has been really helpful for everything. So yeah, side rant about everything that's going on. Obviously, it's a really hard struggle though. I I know I'm like made it seem like it was very easy. Like I just turned it on and everything's great. And you know I never do that on this podcast. Yeah? So I'm at least I try to never be like, everything's great. I found this thing and I am now healed. <laughs> like that's not literally nothing else makes me feel like more insane than hearing that on a podcast but it comes with its challenges I've been fighting the inner critic I've been fighting my mind that's like Liz shouldn't you be doing this in the morning shouldn't you be doing this shouldn't you text this person and that's been coming up like crazy obviously and I'm just like okay yeah I hear you like I should be probably doing this and like having a conversation more than just shutting it down, more than being like, no, I'm going to do this and fuck you, stupid voice in my head. I'm going to like spend three hours doing nothing. I try to have more of a conversation and be like, okay, well, why are you coming up? Like, what's up? What are you scared of? And I I heard this on a podcast. I absolutely love it. But like, basically this idea of being the mother to all the different versions of you that exist inside. So I've been trying to tap into that more. Like, okay, there's a part of me that wants to be like super silly and crazy in the mornings. And there's a part of me that wants to be really strict and is scared of that for a lot of reasons that are totally – it totally makes sense why I'm feeling that way because of how I was raised and how our whole entire society is programmed. But, like, let's have a conversation. Okay, you don't feel comfortable doing this thing for three hours because you have this, like, meeting at whatever? Then, okay, like, we can do it for an hour today and, like, working on that. So I hope this makes sense. (laughs) I just wanted to clue you guys in on what I've been doing. I know that's, like, a little bit less tangible, but I've been trying to bring it into, like, everything in my life, and I – notice that things are just kind of working better. And an exercise that was really great for me to do was to think about all the times, like I have been feminine in my energy and things have flowed and worked out and I wasn't so controlling and, you know, putting in so many hours and logging in so many hours and things did kind of work out. So either through money reasons, like you can look at it through money. Uh, Like a good example could be like a tax refund, right? Like a stimulus check, like anything that you didn't really have to work for too much. It just kind of flowed and came. And you could even look at it like through your creativity, um, friendships that came up, just like anything like that. So I wanted to share that. (laughs) It's a journey obviously with me and my friends up here, aka myself and my many versions of myself that I hold every day. But yeah, I've been feeling lighter. I think a lot of my anxiety that is obviously still around is around, you know, like being so masculine about everything when maybe there's a part of me that wants to be a little bit more flow with a stuff. So Yeah, which brings me to my next point, which is I've just been also trying to, I know you guys already have been following me along in this, but I have been associating a lot with the term depressed and anxious and really gripping onto that identity And lately, I've been really pushing myself to be like, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling depressed, I'm in this state in my life rather than identifying with it. Because I think a huge block for me is brokenness and feeling like I'm broken. And that's been like another way I can label myself as broken. And, you know, then I kind of fall into patterns of someone that like doesn't go outside and like doesn't do things instead of just being like okay this feeling is here and I don't really like talking I've realized I don't really like talking about things that I haven't really figured out and that's one that I definitely haven't really figured out I don't think our society is anywhere close to figuring it out but I have been just thinking about it you know like is there a reason why I'm anxious? Is there a reason why I'm depressed? Is it because I'm not living in the true way that I'm supposed to be living? Does it have to do with a greater thing that's outside of myself? Was I meant to feel these way this way to help people? Um, just kind of questioning it. But I just wanted to mention that because I've been thinking about it. I'm going to do another episode on it or like talk about it, but I just don't feel like I've fully – dived into that. And I don't really want to talk about something that I haven't fully kind of like wrapped my head around, which brings me to my topic of today, (laughs) which is manifestation. Because I said the same thing to you guys about manifestation. I was like, I'm not going to talk about this until I feel like things are working. Like I've actually been able to manifest anything. So here I am a couple months later, And I want to talk about manifestation because I'm in no way an expert, in no way like have figured out manifestation, but I've definitely dipped my toe and have seen and reaped the rewards of it all. When I first knew about manifestation, right off the bat, in a very similar way to my exposure with spirituality, I did not want to associate with it. I was like, that is some woo-woo stuff. People that follow that kind of stuff are stupid, uh, don't know what they're doing. Like, I had a lot of judgments that I'm sure are just societal that I was projecting onto anyone that was like that, like anyone that was like hippie or woo-woo. And to be honest, I I, I haven't talked about this too much, but because I hit a such such a rock bottom with my last relationship and when the relationship ended, I felt like my identity completely stripped away from me. Yeah, at no fault of the person. But just because I was so codependent in that relationship, I hit a really, really intense rock bottom. Like I really did not know who I was. I questioned everything in my life. And then COVID happened. So I think we all have had a collective rock bottom because of that. But yeah, I was way more susceptible as I think people are in that place to explore and question all the ways learned things and explore where I could like view the world differently. Right. So I started, I first started just like really diving into codependent no more was one of my first stuff, like more personal growth books. I've always been into personal growth, but like looking into it a little bit more. And naturally the word universe kind of started floating around and, I have always been proud and, yeah, prideful about how I'm not religious. Like, I always thought there was something so great about me. I'm a science believer, but it, like, had nothing to do with me. I never, like, associated with that. It was just something that was given to me. I wasn't raised religious. So in this experience, when I started hearing universe, it it I guess the way that it was worded to me, I was able to, like, more accept the concept of the universe rather than God or something like that, Right. And I've been feeling that, like, in general in society. I think a lot more people our age are more inclined with the word universe. Like, universe for some reason is okay, but, like, God or any other things aren't <laughs> okay. So, yeah, let's stick with that. I, I don't have a name for it. I don't really know. I just know there's, like, something greater than me. So I started, I think, I can't remember, like, clearly what when the transition happened, but I just started being, like, a little bit more okay with the word floating around and okay with thinking about... Something outside of me that was maybe doing things. And slowly I was getting little things I call pings now where it was saying like, you know, like the first time in April last year, I was like, do this podcast, Um, go into like personal growth, you know, like do this, do that, like just like little nudges. And then also like weird things would happen to me that just didn't really make sense. So I started being like, okay, that's interesting, that's cool. But I was still, like, very, like, iffy about the universe. Then I did – by the way, I'm just giving you, like, a synopsis timeline of how I got into manifestation so you guys can understand um, and also, like, align yourself in this journey. Then I got really into yoga, and I think yoga is, like, very – it's based in a lot of, like, higher power, those types of things. I do want to say also that like when you're at a rock bottom, like you just feel like more connected I think to something greater than you. At least that was my experience. Like when I'd walk around like I could just like feel that there was something there. It was weird. And I don't know, my viewpoint on the universe is like why not? Like why not believe in something? I'm not going to convince anyone to believe into it, but I think, I think you believe it when you believe it, but for me, it's like, why not, <laughs> you know? Um, the freedom that I feel that there is something greater than me out there, that I don't have to constantly be worried that I'm going to die and that something's going to happen and that my life's not going to be okay, and just, like, fully trust that if I live in alignment, everything will be okay. Like that's been a really freeing concept for me. So what So what I'm saying is that I, I started being like a little bit more okay with it. And it, it started, I think, really slowly. And I ended up somewhere this year, maybe it was in December last year, that my friend sent me a manifestation podcast. And I was like, I totally didn't believe in manifestation. Like, that was the one thing where I was like, that's stupid. Like, you can't just manifest things. I remember even reading or hearing from Jay Shetty, who I actually don't really like that much. I don't know. There's something about him that just like kind of weirds me out, but I can't explain it. But Jay Shetty had on that girl, I think her name is Daniel Bernstein, She's the one that's, like, really famous in manifestation, and it just, like, annoyed me. I remember listening to this podcast, and she was like, if you just believe, then it will happen. And I was like, what? This is so dumb. <laughs> I was just annoyed. But when my friend sent me the manifestation thing, that was kind of the same attitude I had. And I was in a pretty dark place again. I would call it, like, a rut of sorts. <laughs> I keep getting into these ruts, so who even knows? But I was in this space where I was like, um... Maybe, I guess, more inclined to, like, listen to this podcast because I was in a rut, you know, I was, like, in a darker place again. But still, I remember when she sent it to me, I was like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't really want to listen to this. Seems stupid. So it kind of just sat in my messages as we all probably have, like, uh, especially if you guys, like, directly know me. I'm sure you have like 10 podcasts on your messages with me that I've sent you and you haven't listened to. So that was kind of the vibe of this situation. So I'm sorry. I just want to send everyone podcast regs. I just want everyone to be enlightened and in line with their authentic self. I don't know, guys. That's why I have this podcast. All right. I'm really singing today, I guess. But yeah, so I was sending my messages is my point. And... The one thing about this podcast that was interesting to me and why I ended up listening to it is that it said that it was backed by neuroscience. Because, you know, science, like we're all societally programmed. That's like the only answer to everything. So I was like, okay, hmm, more interesting, more intriguing. So one night I remember I was in Central Park. I was feeling really sad, really in the feels. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to listen to this podcast and see what happens. So I listened to it. And right away, something clicked in me when I was listening to it because it wasn't like that same exact rhetoric and notion of if you believe it'll happen, which just like I did not buy at all. No. So this lady, her name is Lacey Phillips. And I've talked about her in the values episode two episodes back, but her Instagram handle is at to be magnetic. So her idea of manifestation is that Our subconscious is the stuff that manifests, not our conscious state. And our subconscious is like all of the programming that we picked up pretty much from the ages of zero to eight, right? So that's kind of why a lot of people repeat a lot of similar patterns. And I mean, again, I'm not convincing you of manifestation, but to me, at least this makes sense, or I can understand this, which is. Do you ever have like that one friend who like constantly is in like a bad relationship and the, and the guy is always the same? Like it's always the same type of guy? Or those people that always have their girlfriend cheat on them with their best friend? Like there's just like weird situations like that where you just like can't really explain it. And that's happened to me a lot too. Like even with friendships, I've had like very similar friendship dynamics happen like over and over again, right? And basically her theory is that your subconscious picks up something from the ages of zero to eight. So for me, maybe it's like in friendship, you're always needed and it's never like a even playing field, right? That's like my big... Thing that comes up a lot. And maybe I just picked that up when I was a little child. Like I had a memory around that where I was validated that, like, I need to bring something or give something in order to receive love. And then that is now looping. And is this making sense? Like, it's basically her theory. Is that the subconscious is working with the universe to create your reality? So I don't know if I explain that the best way, and I'm like trying to explain it in a way that makes sense, but I also will definitely link her her resource if you're interested in this my point is like it it was let it was less of like speak write positive things say what you want and more about like fix your shit fix like more about more psych stuff like fix the problems that you have the stories that you tell yourself on the subconscious and then your life will change I was like okay I'm listening I signed up for her thing it's only like 27 dollars a month so I was like okay I can do this and I'm, I'm the queen of, like, signing up for random courses that – I just have, like, a huge scarcity mindset, I think, or just, like, a fear that, like, I'll, I need to figure out life or it'll control me. I don't know. Like, I've always been that way. And I'm sure there's, like, more positive things to it, too. It's not just a control thing. But it's definitely <laughs> shown up in the way that I've just spent money on ridiculous things. But this has been actually, like, in my opinion, a good thing to spend money on. So – I signed up for it and I've been doing – her theory is that you can't change anything just through like talk therapy or just like writing things out, like anything conscious. You have to actually like go into your subconscious. And the way that she does it is through meditations. They're basically like hypnosis meditations where you go back and you find – the root memory or the root belief and where it came from and you reprogram it like you literally make the memory become different. So <laughs> that's what I've been working on guys and I haven't really talked about it that much cuz again like I was like I need to test out and see if this works before I do anything. And to be fair, I was like I don't know, it wasn't really working. I would do the hypnosis and things would come up but I felt like I wasn't really doing it right and all of that stuff. But the other part of it is that – so she says that the other part of changing your subconscious is not only that, but then in the real world, doing actions, doing things that – display a different level of worth. And that is something I think that we all can more conceptually understand. You know, breaking up with the boyfriend that doesn't treat you well. um, I don't know, like other things like friend breakups and all of that stuff. So that I've been, I think, better at. I've always been like better at action. So I've been doing that. I've been really like not hanging out with people that don't really light me up anymore, or at least like attempting to try to do that. I've been showing up with like more integrity at work, like doing things. I mean, obviously launching this podcast was huge. I would have never done this last year. Just like baby actions like we talk about. So I'm not really sure if it's been the meditations that I've been doing or it's been that or a combination, but I've been starting to have like weird things happen. (laughs) and I think this is a part one of this all because it's like definitely a baby, baby, baby steps in progress, but this week I was, I've been calling in a community, um, like like-minded community, um, because a lot of my friends and I have two, as you know, <laughs> they, I love them, but they are, just like kind of in a different place than me in my life. Like I am now really into like spirituality and I'm really into this like healing work and like healing my trauma, like all that stuff you guys know. And yeah, I just like wrote down that I wanted a like-minded community, like people as like weird and crazy as I am about all this stuff. So wrote that down. And then I just like, followed this nudge I had to text this girl on Instagram that's been following the pod. And then me and her chatted. It was, like, super easy. And she was like, yeah, like, I do this group, by the way, every week. It's free, where we just, like, come on and just share creative vibes, like, all that stuff. So I joined, and I was like, wait, this is so weird. Like, I'm literally manifesting a like-minded community. In the middle of a pandemic, which to me was very not you know, not normal. I was like already planning in my head how I have to wait for that to happen. And I got on the call and these people are like all very similar to me. Like they're kind of in between life and stages. And so I was totally called that in and totally manifested it. And it was just bizarre. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, And just give you guys some ideas of like different ways that you can grow as a person. Because I know the typical ways of growing and healing yourself and doing all of that is through more conscious work, journaling and like exercising, like making sure you're doing all of that. And that's all important. But I've been uncovering over the just the past few months how much of our stuff is actually in the subconscious. And there's not really many ways to change that unless you do like actions that are, like, opposing that subconscious belief, which is really hard because your gut reaction is to not do that, but then also to do some sort of meditation or practice that changes the way that your mind is – like, what your mind believes is possible for yourself. And that doesn't just have to be those meditations that I talked about. Another thing that I learned is something called EFT – Because apparently there's places in your body where your trauma is stored. So if you clear out those places through, EFT is just like tapping on your face. I shared it on Instagram that I was doing it in the middle of the forest and someone saw me. That's another way that you could just take trauma out of your body and trauma, again, that is stored in your subconscious. There's just other things. There's so much out there. And I just wanted to bring it to your attention because, I don't know, this this has been working for me, guys. I mean, the other part of the of manifestation, though, is that I'm like slowly starting to understand this concept of you need to heal yourself before you get all of the stuff on the external, because even when I was dating my last boyfriend, I was very excited about that. That was my first boyfriend. Like I had never been loved before that way. But there's this thing that happens that once you get something that you want, if you don't believe you deserve to have that, right, like you don't have the internal centeredness and groundness in yourself, you're working so hard for that thing to stay because you think you don't deserve it, right? So I think there's always needs to be work done when it comes to any of this manifestation or even just living any kind of life that you want to live. Work that you do on yourself so you feel like you deserve the life that you have or the one that you want. Because most of the time you probably don't feel like you deserve it. I mean, even if you've had the most perfect childhood, in some way most of us have picked up trauma through society or through even like a bad look that your teacher gave or something. It's It can be something as dumb as that. And to just start questioning everything, guys, I don't know. I've just been – in that state of questioning everything and also being a little more gentle with myself. Like, yeah, I'm freaking sad. Like I've, I'm days where I'm sad and, and I have moments where I'm sad and I have moments where I feel confused and lost and alone. But that's the beautiful thing about like getting to know yourself is that you are with those emotions and You get to a place where maybe they're not as scary and maybe you know what that thing and that person inside of you needs from you. And yeah, the subconscious work has been really beautiful and yet really depressing to learn about (laughs) and do. But in my opinion, it's been like more effective than talk therapy and all of those things. And I've started to manifest some crazy things. So yeah, that's my podcast on manifestation. It's not necessarily that I'm like, oh, my God, this exists and it totally is a thing. I'm just saying what I'm doing and sharing with you what's happening. And I want to be like a person that expands all of you because I'm with you on like I'm new to all of this woo-woo stuff and I'm confused by it as well. And it's definitely something that I'm dipping my toe into. But I also am starting to become more interested in different ways that I could have joy in my life and feel connected with my life. And all of the ways that society has told me that I can figure that out have not been working for me. So (laughs) that's where I'm at here. Well, that's all for today. I'm really happy that I waited to record this like later in the week because it just felt nice talking to you guys. It didn't feel forced. It just felt chill. And hope you guys have an amazing Monday. And Good vibes, man, good vibes.